0: back to podcast 1313 i'm dave and i'm here with the last imperial royal guard spark oh he actually gave
1: me a little good introduction this time uh, hello dave
0: yes how are you doing how to subvert your expectations <laughs> yes you thought i was gonna say something stupid like the the last ball licker of the empire
1: i was expecting something along that lines yes
0: yeah i gotta switch it up eventually keep you on your toes but uh, speaking of ball liquors, we had quite a couple of them in this one, didn't we?
1: Yeah, we, have, yeah, we, we had um, some ball in this, especially one. Mm-hmm. One just stands out.
0: So with Crimson Empire Volume 3, I, I am aware there was like a noticeable gap in years, right? Between this and the last volume. I forget how big it was. Exactly. It's, well,
1: it's... It's pretty big, from what the comics said. Now we're at like no, I mean or like
0: no, I meant like uh uh like in real life, there was a gap. <laughs>
1: oh oh um
0: yeah, you fucking nerd. Yeah,
1: we can also tell the art style. We need fucking nerd. We're doing a Star Wars
0: podcast.
1: <laughs> we getting, shut up. Yeah, go on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway, <we're> i <like, laughs> me out my fucking game. I think he said yeah, and an. I think it's in North because the fucking um, uh, the
0: solo kids are there and they're growing up with the. Yeah, I, I want to mention heroes. something about the the solo kids later because this is a uh, thirteen ABY, and Dark Empire was was that eleven ABY? Uh, I don't. Well, know it, know was, that, was, it wasn't nothing but a couple of fucking years after this, and like the kids themselves, <laughs> Anakin, Anakin especially. He's supposed to be like two or three years old, max at the most, and he looks like he's like five or six.
1: Yeah, they they all kind of grew up pretty fast.
0: Yeah, it must be must be that Skywalker blood, just hyper aging you.
1: Well, yeah, I mean that's the only. I don't know. Dark, dark, fucking goddamn Dark Empire was an acid trip, so who knows what the hell's going on there.
0: Yeah, the, the residual Palpatine clone energies just lingering in Anakin. <laughs> I want it to your womb, Leia. I'm yeah. now a dark side baby. He's gonna have the uh, the Benjamin Button disease and get all wrinkly like Palpatine as a child. Ah, <laughs> I, I I came out of your womb looking like Palpatine. <laughs> Give me nookies, Leia. All right, but let's let's get into this proper. Is there anything else you want to say before we just get into this shit? <laughs>
1: No, just, uh, let's, uh, let's continue on this, is the last piece of Crimson Empire, so yep. it's for shame, but you know, it's only three, three issues, so.
0: <laughs> Empire Lost is what this one is called. Uh, it has the same writers as the last ones, Randy Stradley and Michael Richardson. Uh, the art is being done again by Paul Goulossi, I think it was, and mm. it still looks as weird in certain places as all the others. <laughs> yeah and even more so fucking Mirith sin really really looks like Mara Jade in this one
1: yeah she, she really she really does like down to like the tight black leather she wears to her red hair and green eyes this is, it, this is like her Can as Mara Jade
0: yeah a carbon copy yeah but Uh, so the way this volume opens, uh, like most others, it has a ship in space here, and we see what I presume to be a ship called the Endor. Uh, I'm not sure what type of model ship it was, it looked really fucking weird, but it's doing some type of scouting here, out in the far areas of space, and they pick up that there's some type of Imperial ship heading over to a planet that's intentionally flying into their, like, weapon trajectories and not really making an effort to be stealthy. They do a scan and discover that there's a base on this planet here, and all too late, the captain realizes that they're in a trap, and the ship is destroyed from some type of a turret on the surface of that planet.
1: Yeah, that turret looked weird, too. Yeah, yes, it, it
0: looked really course. fucking weird.
1: Yeah, it didn't look like no orbital defense platform that you're kind of used to. I,
0: I honestly, I
1: thought it was like a Vong weapon at first. You know what? That's probably
0: what it was, because they have more weird yeah, tying in yeah. Uh, directly to Vector Prime, uh, the first book in the NJL, even though that literally goes yeah. nowhere in Crimson Empire. Yeah. It's like,
1: that weapon did not, you know what I mean? It looked a little organic and like, you know, H.R. Gagery, in a way, because <laughs> they had like, like, the black tubing and, you know i minus the sexual, you know, imagery that you know, H.R. Gagery loved to put into his art, but, you know. Um, yeah, it's just really weird. So, it's basically, it opens up, they're following that, Whatever that shit. It looked like a Thai scout or
0: some shit. Yeah, some weird-ass TIE.
1: Right? Yeah, and then they pretty much got blown the shit out of from orbit. Yep. By this uh, organic-looking gun. And that's it.
0: So, it then cuts to Kyrkanos on a planet called Minka, I presume. and he's
1: This big... reminded me What's of, like, a fantasy planet. Because, like, it's all wood. And, like, there's barely any, like, Star, Wars, star Wars-esque, you know, technology on this planet. I mean, the species are there. But as like the panels go through, it's kind of like wooden. Like there's not a lot of technology on this planet. It kind of felt like like kind of like a fantasy esque type
0: you know place when he was at. I feel like we saw this in the second volume too. Like a planet similar to this.
1: Yes, we did. I do believe we saw like this kind of like feudal esque planet with like wooden like you know buildings and you know not really technologically you know advanced. You know, kind of gives like that fantasy vibe to them.
0: I think they also really like having short, funny looking species in these comics, too.
1: Yeah, remember, I pointed that out. It was like that one species. I forget the species names,
0: but the, the, it's the Jabba's one that Palace comes. fucking the guy who goes, Ooh, your? Oh, yeah,
1: that dude. Yeah, those <laughs> dudes. Because remember, he got, because of uh, the other hut that got eaten by the Xanabar from last issue, he had one. And now, within a few. Uh, turns the pages here in this comic there's another one right so it's like they keep introducing that species i mean it's not a bad thing because we barely even see those little bastards but you know we also saw
0: uh the administrator of minka here is also another weird ass looking little alien yeah he's little too yeah he's like green with like eye stalks that like curl down where regular eyes would be yeah, it's a little weird mm-hmm so, yeah, anyway, you're going to that
1: planet, like, Kurt Cannon walks by and I also told him, I am this had this hot alien in the one panel, right, like, you know, like, really curvy, right, you know, you don't you know what I'm talking about, here it was but then, like, it, it has, because uh, <laughs> the next panel, it's like, oh, like, Jesus,
0: like, it's look like
1: a, a swamp monster. Woman. Yeah, like, it's like, put a bag in your face, like, you know, everything else looks good, but the fucking neck and above, no.
0: I have the stereotypical curvy leg silhouette.
1: Yeah, like, you know, it looked pretty good, and it's like, you know, all right, and he looked at the face of my, butterface butter face. Something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyrkanos was on point with that, he wasn't interested.
1: I mean, I don't think anybody would be interested. Unless, you know, I'm, I'm, we're not gonna go into that, but let's continue on, shall we?
0: Alright, so... Uh, he just got done pulling off a bounty and delivering it to the Administrator here, and when he heads back to his place here on Minka, he gets ambushed by bounty hunters that he immediately dispatches, and then other bounty hunters, including Boba Fett, show up, but he's able to immediately tell these are two different, uh, sides that showed up, because apparently Boba just wants to talk to him and deliver him to someone. And the Administrator also returns, and apparently he kind of tipped off the first hunters to come and kill Kanos. But Boba is surprisingly nice in this scene and just pays off the administrator for the failed Bounty Hunters. And they kind of part peacefully. Uh, anything you want to say about yeah. this scene?
1: That fight with the Bounty Hunters is pretty gruesome. Uh, Kirk Hannes literally like chops off some guy's hands. He's like, my hands! <laughs> right? he gets like impaled and everything else. That they... Kirk Hannes does not hold back. It reminds his, me vibra, of, uh... his dual-bladed vibro blade to get.
0: Reminds me of uh, in part five of Lupin, when uh, Goemon cuts off the, guy, the fucking arms of that guy with the fucking fishing pole, that one assassin. <laughs> well, you know, he kind of deserved that. He, okay, <laughs> let's put this in
1: perspective so if people don't know who Lupin is or don't know what we're talking about. They're in the middle of a desert, in this ruin, fighting to get the Lupin, right? Because it's supposed to be some... Uh, Pretty much, there's a prize loop, and you kill him, and you get like some sort of like stupid prize. I forget the goofy why they're there, but anyway, this assassin's gimmick, right? It's literally like a fishing pole. He uses like the uh, the hook, the hook on his targets and whatnot. But this is in the middle of a desert with ruins. Like, (laughs) why would you bring your fishing pole out there? I get it's kind of your gimmick, but it's like it's kind of stupid. Like, bring a gun. You
0: know, you know, like. yeah, you know, maybe we just have yeah. wrong conceptions of what makes for a good assassin. Because apparently, fat people are just really good assassins. And that's true.
1: That's true. I mean, we've seen it, especially Crimson Empire. Like, and we've seen it in other media.
0: Mm.
1: Fat guys, no joke. You may make fun of them because they're fat, but they can they can sneakily, you know, come behind you and put all the weight in either the blade strike or their assassin guns. Watch out. <laughs> Next time you see a fat guy, you better not make fun of him because, you know, you might end up face down on the good one these days.
0: Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of funny. They fucking hire a Boba Fett of all people to come and just not even kill or capture Kyrkanos, just escort him.
1: I mean, it kind of makes sense in a way because the Empire really did use uh, Boba Fett, like, a lot. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, I mean, it kind of makes sense, but I kind of wish they kind of stopped using Boba Fett for everything.
0: Well, at least he wasn't a complete joke in this comic, like fucking Dark Empire.
1: Yeah, he actually showed up, had his little moment, like his fifteen minutes of fame,
0: then just left. They didn't just completely make him a giant (laughs) cuck and butt of every joke. Yeah, yeah, I'll get. He's like the Saturday Morning Cartoon Villain. I'll get you, Boba Fett. You used to be a former stormtrooper. Oh yeah, he was. First (laughs) I've heard that shit. Shit, he was gonna reveal he was a former royal guard in this comic. <laughs> no, he's actually Palpatine the entire time. Clone. <laughs> I'm back, Kanos. <laughs> oh, my emperor.
1: Shit. Um, uh, my emperor. You have mm. to choose between Discount Mara and me.
0: You know, now that now that we say this, uh, you just fucking when you said Mara, you reminded me. You know, I kind of feel like there's a missed opportunity here with this comic with Kanos never meeting Mara Jade post-Heir to the Empire. Because don't you think they would have had an interesting, interesting interaction? Yeah, both of them, yeah.
1: I kind of... Yeah, If you since now you're speaking about it, I think that would have been interesting, because in a, I don't want to spoil too much to the end of the comic, but they they kind of go on like a similar,
0: similar like journey here. Like, almost verbatim, almost. And I know? kind of feel like we could have seen more of Kanos's turn from loyal zealot to, like, abandoning the the his loyalty to Palpatine, and they could have had a natural way to do it by having him meet with Mara. Well,
1: yeah, I and kind of like not. talking to someone who also has gone through that, or went through that same journey, almost.
0: That yeah. could
1: have been fucking really cool. I thought, God damn it. That's, <laughs> that was a good, that's, that's really good. I didn't think about that to now, because shit, that's a missed opportunity
0: they had. Yeah, I guess it just shit, wasn't... Dude. On their mind when they wrote this. It, I mean, you basically have clone Mara in anyway with Mirith. It's like they're taunting you with a possibility.
1: Yeah. Well, see, that's the problem though. If you have Mara Jade and you know the other girl on there, like who's who? Who's who? They're basically, they're, basically, they're, they're basically you know the same almost. so.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll determine who's who's who by having the mud wrestle. How about that?
1: Or you know, which one wants uh, to hate fuck Luke? Who's that? <laughs> Uh, God, I hate that Skywalker, but I want to fuck his brains out. Calm down there, Marge. I
0: know, she was on him in the fucking Thrawn trilogy, but... Thrawn books?
1: Yeah. Dude,
0: yeah. Well, thankfully, probably, thankfully, yeah. it's it's concealed to the Thrawn books. She got over that shit quickly. Yeah. But... Our uh, chapter's
1: dedicated to that.
0: Continuing on here... Uh, after that shit on Minka, it cuts to Coruscant, where we see the solo kids, Anakin, Jaina, and Jason, who, Anakin in particular, as I mentioned, looks way older than fucking three years old. He looks like he's at least five or six, and he seems to be speaking fine as well for, like, a two-to-three-year-old. Uh, then it cuts to Leia in the Senate area there, I guess, talking with a representative of Ramamool, which they misspell as Ramamoo. Because I remember this because this is tying into a plot thread from Vector Prime in the New Jedi Order books. Because uh, they mention quickly that Nam Anor is causing trouble there as he is as, you know, a Vong uh, kind of like agent there. He's meant to cause division and whatnot. And they're wanting Leia to intercede and resolve the issues there. And her kids come into the chambers there and are like making funny looking faces at her. And she, she starts laughing as she sees that. And the representative gets pissed off and thinks she's mocking him and storms out of there.
1: Yeah, he's kind of a
0: thin skin. Yeah, <laughs>
1: right, I'm mocking me. I'm gonna leave. Yeah, let's talk about. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, uh anal. Wasn't really in, in the comic at all. Well. And yes, that was a, a joke from. If you guys watched the, the last episode, why it was so short, we made a lot of jokes, and I kind of played on his name, so it was not anal, yeah, unfortunately, that non-anal. was all
0: lost. Unfortunately, but fuck it, we're keeping yeah. this going. But you know, I'm I'm gonna make it since this is the last
1: Crimson Empire thing. I'm gonna fucking yeah, capitalize all that non-anal
0: out of your system.
1: <laughs> not anal. All right,
0: <laughs> So this is where Merith officially arrives into the picture here. After Leia greets her kids, she has. One of those stupid... She kind of looks like a KOTOR companion with, like, this red visor mm-hmm. over her face that just obscures her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing tight, oh, yeah. tight black leather looking more like fucking Margie. Oh, my God. Very
1: tight. Extremely. Very tight. Like, it's like, oh, my God. Is she going to be like a dominatrix? Is she going to spank somebody? Like, Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm. Come down there, old man and she's basically telling Leia she wants to resign as her chief of security and Leia's like no you can't do that we need you and uh as they're talking we see oh my god we see the nanny droid for the solo kids come in and uh it's very hard to follow Dick. what happened after that you know it was very distracting i don't know why but they gave their nanny Dick. droid a fucking dump truck ass and fucking nice firm titties oh
1: my god <laughs> i'm not the one for playing, but god Damn, that droid was built. Built
0: the last. <laughs> Why is this teaching your
1: children? Oh, my God. I bet the boys were happy with it. Uh, but Han <laughs> was happy with it. Shit.
0: Shit, he probably has Chewie coming in that tag team was... with him. Jesus. Dick. Like, seriously, you should look this droid up. The solo nanny droid, if you haven't seen it. Oh, my God, dude. Fucking thick.
1: Mm-hmm. You sure it was a nanny droid? I don't know. It built to be something else, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: must be repurposed.
1: It must, it must be
0: repurposed. I was just going to use this, this droid. I found this dumpster for a kid. Yeah, you got that shot. Oh, off the that's, fucking, that's a great thing, honey. The space casting couch. Oh my god. Alright, but... Oh, that's, that's nasty. That's <laughs> so, speaking of the casting couch, we go over to Yavin 4, and we see... Oh, yeah. <laughs> luke training some literal who jedi in their saber forms on like this high like these high peak type of area on yavin and after they finish up their training session he's approached by vima Daboda. now i did, did vima just get wounded or was she killed in dark empire because when i saw her i could have sworn she fucking died
1: dude everything about dark empire was like an acid trip so i can't really tell what we'll, we'll just i'll just smile and nod and that's <laughs> you back
0: well, I'm, I'm not going to go back and look. Right?
1: I'm just going to look
0: like, okay, she survived. That's cool. Well, she's here, and she's warning Luke of a threat to his family, Called a man called Devian. And then it cuts again to Kanos, who was brought to the Restored Empire. And that's where the first issue ends. The next one here, it opens up with these black-suited commandos stealing this uh, material called Zenithium from a toxic weapons dump on Nyara. And then cuts over to Kanos. What's up?
1: No, nah, I was about to. I was about to comment that I, at first when I saw these guys, I thought they're all oh, yeah, cool swarm commandos. But then they're like talents and like um like weird. What like, are they beach. supposed
0: to be? Now that we speak on it, uh,
1: you know, I, I I don't know.
0: I, I, I really guess know uh, I, like I guess what what's his face? Fucking Connor Jacks he used up all the shadow troopers, so they got the shadow troopers at home.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, mean, I don't know why they couldn't use like storm commandos because you know Connor Jax did use the shadow troopers, but like, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I'm not questioning it. These, they these like the the like the bad guys and like these crimson empire books are just they're like just stupid. Yes, I mean they waste all these resources and. Uh, these kind they of players all want
0: to be the new emperor, the new Palpatine, who was shown to be a complete retard in Dark Empire in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I
1: get you—you're power hungry, right? And I get that you want to rule the Empire, but you're literally doing like stupid shit that the Emperor was doing in Dark Empire. Like you're making people like, you know, commanders, and you're you're literally have like these stupid like He-Man like teleport plots. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, He-Man, he defeated me. It's like, you know, it's like, well oh, no, shit! You're, you're. It's kind of like the, like an easily, you know, defeatable situation. That you thought of, like, what do you think was going to happen?
0: Yeah, they're all uh, just disposable villains to drive the plot. The only one that was yeah, ever yeah. kind of slightly more interesting was Jax, Tbh.
1: Yeah, because he was the ex Guardsman, and he actually knew a little bit about the dark side of the Force, and he actually was kind of. Almost on par with
0: Kyrkanos. Well, he had you know, a personal connection other, to Kyrkanos.
1: Yeah, and he was also his friend from the end of the day. So they're both tra- both guardsmen, and actually had something at stake here, and kind of made sense for that story because he actually had to avenge his fallen brothers that uh, Connor, you know, Jax killed, and whatnot. They actually, like I said, he was like the
0: best villain of Crimson Empire.
1: The rat- the the other two are just kind of yeah, Carivus, fat you
0: know, Roman now, Devian now. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: dude, that, that fat Roman dude, right, he was literally, like, the ball licker to raw <laughs> Manor, so...
0: Who is the king of ball lickers himself, in
1: actuality. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's like a hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> the ball licker licks the balls of another ball licker. And like,
0: keep going uh, up. whenever we get to NJO, fucking forever from now, dude, you're gonna see how much of a complete ball licker this guy is. Always weaseling his way in and out of situations, <laughs> starting shit in the background... Just being a complete fucker.
1: That's I like I like bad guys who are like big bad... Th- like Thrawn, for example, is a good bad guy. You know, he's smart, he's a tactician, and he doesn't come off as a ball licker, Right? He doesn't <laughs> do shadowy shit. You know, oh yeah, he did a lot of shit, right? Don't get me wrong. There was Thrawn did a lot of shit and he did a lot of shit wrong, but he was he was more like that intimidating fact he wasn't like some like literal who behind the scenes like, backstabbing people and, like, working his way up, but he's actually a coward, you know what I mean? He can't defend himself, so he has to, like, use his, like, you know, tactics, you know, like, this internal shit to get to where he wants. But once he gets to the top, he's kind of a dud, you know what I mean? I like, you know, bad guys that can actually hold their own against, you know, the heroes. I actually make compelling stories about how to defeat them and stuff like that.
0: Thrawn wasn't above using ball lickers, however. He did employ the services yeah, well, of uh, Niles Ferrier, who was also a ball licker.
1: Well, well, yeah, well, if you have the. You're, okay, once you're the top dog, yeah, you're going you, you to have all these ball lickers come out of the woodwork. You might as well use them, right? I'm against that. I'm just against uber ball lickers, not just the regular run <laughs> the mill ones. I'm talking about ones that are the shadowy ball that are behind the scenes trying to become the big bad. And once it becomes the big bad, they're just duds because of the ball lickers.
0: I see, I see. Maybe you, maybe, I don't like. maybe you should become you know a villain. Seem to have this whole thing down.
1: Well, like the, the hierarchy of ball wicked and who not to hire or who to watch out for. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: have like a chalkboard and have like a diagram of like all these like boxes. You yes, trust these guys? Microsoft spread, spread the Excel spreadsheets and shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. All right. I, 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 I wouldn't, you know, make everybody and their brother darksiders. That's for sure. <laughs> Stupid! I want to well, give well, Princess gotta, Leia a goddamn Jedi holocron. That's stupid. well, you got to
0: infuse them with the dark side. How else are they going to be able to fight the heroes? Oh
1: my god! Yeah, yeah, just like the dark side and a few stormtroopers. How that worked out for him? <laughs> oh, 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 oh these regular stormtroopers down in one panel. Yeah, down in one. That's right, down in one panel. That's what happens when you're an idiot. You you select the biggest stupid asses that lick your balls, but they're not that's the correct people for the job.
0: Yep. All right, let's, let's get this back on track. So, Kanos is introduced to these guys, and he's welcomed by a general of Vota who has the most pensily of mustaches and narrowest of faces, and he's the second in command to a man named yeah. Enix Devian, who's leading this restored empire faction. So, Kanos is brought over to his quarters and he's left there, and we cut away quickly to Devian and see he has a cybernetic eye. After that, it cuts over to Fina Daosta, the real one. Talking with Pelion, actually fucking Pelion this time, and not person who looks like Pelion that yeah. they can't outright say is fucking Pelion, who they don't call a general. Yeah, and that discount Pelion. Yeah, yeah, and she's basically floating the idea of truce talks uh, with a new republic here, and it seems like he's pretty receptive to it. Receptive to it. Uh, by the way, well, he,
1: he was almost receptive to it, but he kind of mentioned that the Council of Moths probably would.
0: The Council of Muffs. Yeah, there's dumbasses. Yeah, it's, it's, there's always a council of retards in the Empire. If there isn't one retard yeah, at the top, yeah. there's got to be a council. That's... I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just seems like... All,
1: like, the New Republic had that same problem, too. The senator, like, uh, Borsfalia, he was a huge... Oh, my God. was right
0: lie? up there. He could have fit in right with the Borsfalia Empire. Borsfalia is like... He was a really... See, think of this in terms of, like, 24. He's like the mid-season bad guy that you actually find out later is being controlled by a bigger bad guy. But for some reason, they kept using this mid-tier mook in all of these fucking books and all of these comics and shit. He just outlived his welcome, even though it made no sense. Dude, he outlived his welcome in the Thrawn books. (laughs) He just kept putting them in more war. They fucking promoted him the chief of state.
1: Yeah, the biggest kick in the nuts... I think to say that they gave his his little ball-licking <laughs> shadow ass a hero's death.
0: I know! Right? It's That's like... the biggest kick in that goddamn ball that you can Okay, receive. for for people who don't know, in Star by Star of the New Jedi Order, when Coruscant is falling to the Vong, Boris Failia has this face turn of, go on without me, I'll lure the Vong here in the fucking Senate building and I'll blow them up. And they say he took out like twenty five thousand like elite Vong warriors or some shit, and it's like they're giving him this heroic death, even though this motherfucker pointed a pistol at pregnant Leia in the Thrawn trilogy, did all types of political machinations in the X Wing books. He fucking allowed the Vong to yeah. attack Yavin Four during the NJO.
1: Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, he, he literally told a Yavin Four that oh, yeah, was right
0: a Yavin Four that was mostly filled with Jedi like younglings and children. Yeah, they gave him a heroic death, so just let that sink in. And he was a good friend. Yeah, good friend, my ass. Yeah. Mm. By the way, how do you rate Fina in terms of attractiveness? Fina? Yeah, I think this is an important question that we need to settle. Mm.
1: Uh, she does got some rocking boobs.
0: Yes, yes. Give her that. The white hair. And
1: there's a clone of her. Yeah, there's a clone of her, <laughs> so that means so that means there's double trouble. <laughs> oh, I would have to say five, but since she has a clone, it's
0: ten. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
1: see. What I mean, yeah. you see, since there's two, you got to just you got to multiply it by two, so it's five. <laughs> 10. <laughs> it's ten. It's ten out of ten.
0: Oh, My math is
1: flawless. See, there's no there, there's no uh, error on
0: that. I can get behind that. Yeah, there's two of them. Shit, we might as well make a sandwich. I feel like I feel like this is a secondary uh-huh. thing that uh Star Wars authors love doing. Uh, instead of the uh, red hair, or green eyes, it's white hair. I see a lot of white hair, bitches.
1: Who who have white hair?
0: Winter so has white hair. Fina has white hair. Okay. Uh, what's her face All from right. fucking Luke's Academy? Has white hair. We'll fucking meet her later. Uh, who else? Didn't Sard oh, have white hair, too? Like, one half of her hair is white. I wouldn't count her. Bitch. Oh, yeah. But she's uh, not really hot. Anyway, she made be- she the Emperor so it's gross. No, nah, she, so she's it's she's, she's tainted. Jareel from the Kotor comics has white hair.
1: Ah, uh, yes! <laughs> oh, yeah, Blueberry. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Oh, Lord. We need to get to that. Oh, my God.
0: Dude, the freaking um, Shantique from the Kotor comics had white hair.
1: Oh, <laughs> red and blue make purple. Oh. It's
0: a lot of them. Too much. I, I mean, it's a good design choice, wouldn't you say?
1: Oh my God. well, Darrell, they had fun with her. They put her like Elsa's outfits. Yes,
0: shit. they went out of their way to do it.
1: They had fun doing that.
0: <laughs> they had based.
1: fun with her.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, she was so hot. And, and all of the uh, the art style changes in that comic—they never had her looking crazy. They always had her I know. Like, looking elegant. Well, yeah, that part well, just good. degrades for other yeah. characters. <laughs> and and degraded it Or just, just looks dead weird. Mm-hmm. Alright, let me let me get off this tangent here. Because it cuts yeah. back from that conversation with Fina and Pelion to Coruscant again at night. The same black-suited commandos from the beginning of the issue attack Coruscant trying to steal the Solo children. And Mirith and the Nogri stop them. And I just want to make a quick note of that having the kids be placed in danger or kidna- kidnapped in Star Wars is extremely fucking played out. <laughs> yeah, like, a lot. Yeah, it's like... How many times can you think of? It's it's Okay, it happens, oh my god, it happens so many times in the Young Jedi Knights fucking books.
1: Dude, even later, I think the Triocular series, mm-hmm. with him, they got kidnapped at one point. And that's, yeah. like, an obscure book. No one, barely anybody knows who his ass is, unless you're, like, a goddamn
0: boomer. <laughs> you know, unless you bought the book back when you were a kid. You know, like, no one knows who that, but they got kidnapped in that damn book. The only the Good only shit. thing that can get a pass is the Thrawn trilogy, since I was the first one.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's just over and over again.
0: Yeah, it's like, I see a gun to fucking Anakin's head, and he's crying, looking traumatized. Like, it doesn't even phase me.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah, okay.
0: Be subversive, pull I mean, the it, trigger.
1: He should be, um, used to that shit by now, anyway, because it's like, okay, yeah, this is happening again. Okay,
0: I don't know. We've been captured again. <laughs> wow, our Nogri are so good at what they do. <laughs> I kind of wish know, that we just like destroyed them.
1: Mara, well, well, I'm gonna call her, I'm gonna keep calling her Discount Mara,
0: but Discount Mara found like. Nogri's like, dead. Like, know, how, are, not, months, how are fucking Nogri jobbing to these random dudes?
1: And these They're not even impressive. They didn't even have anything cool. Just, they literally went down, like, once when Discount Mara came over there, they started, like, dying like flies. I know. So, like, Noguri's supposed to be, like, these elite assassin guys, like, and you're telling me they, they went down, but Discount Mara can work her magic.
0: I guess so. Oh, okay. But uh, there's a quick conversation there as Leia is comforting her children. Uh, Mirith and Leia are talking, and Mirith gives this really weird reason about like kind of how she views Leia, how she's you know she's still Vader's daughter, and Vader killed her husband. Yeah. And I'm like, are you really gonna fucking hold that over her? <laughs> it's like get over it. Darth Vader was an evil
1: bastard, but like you can't blame Leia literally Leia for had nothing like her... to do with that. Yeah, they may be related, but they're not. I mean, basically at that point, Vader is pretty much like a sperm
0: donor because she really didn't even think of him as a dad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, Leia. Really wasn't. Pretty sure Leia has more to fucking complain about when it comes to Vader, since he was complicit in yeah. destruction of her fucking planet.
1: Plan and he tortured her ass on the Death Star with the little, the, the little interrogation droid. Like, yeah, he put her through hell. Like, yeah, he. You no, know, she does not think of Darth Vader as her dad, but she's like, oh, you know, you know. Yeah. Technically, that is uh, Vader's, you know, daughter. You know, I just can't believe, you know, they kill, they get over it. Yeah. yeah your husband's dead. But how many years has it been? You got Kyrkanos now. I think he's better than your farmer husband, Come on now. Put that shit to bed.
0: Yep. So, it concludes that issue, and on to issue three, we see Han as an admiral, he, he's, like, cruising around in his own fucking Mon Calamari, which is part of a greater fleet here. Now, this is cool, yeah. We rarely see Han as a fucking admiral. It happens in the Wraith Squadron books, and it happens here. And I think it's always pretty fucking cool.
1: Yeah, and, like, they are fighting on the planet because they are supposed to be mopping up. They had, like, snowtroopers in that issue with, like, e-webs. And so they looked pretty cool, to be honest with you. They a little battle going on the planet.
0: Mm-hmm. And Han isn't a fucking uh, jobber commander either. Like, we see he's pretty competent in the Wraith Squadron novels. Which we'll eventually get to
1: yeah and he's not bloodthirsty because on the planet he was he was talking about how like the imperials weren't giving up he, he didn't want to slaughter so he wanted to send the ground troops in there see if you can you know have yeah. them surrender shit like that it's pretty it's pretty neat seeing how he has uh his
0: little style of leadership he know, doesn't really do much shit. it feels like in this volume though no <laughs> he doesn't really contribute much to the plot but he's there yeah so yeah, he's just informed of the attack and has some kind words with his family. It cuts to Kanos being shown around by Enix Devian, who's leading the Restored Empire. And Kanos immediately suss out that this guy's a prick and a fucking thug. He's like a lowly assassin for Palpatine. Like, he's the most disposable Imperial villain out there. I was trained by Vader. I was a personal assassin of Palpatine. Oh, I was trained uh, like a Royal Guard, blah, blah, blah. Basically
1: they first they made Kirk Canis go to this dinner party wearing like this <laughs> old imperial garb, which is like stupid, but okay. So they sat down, everybody's all struck, and then Kirk Canis was like, Yeah, I, I don't like you. You're kind of a you're, you're kind of a he, you're like a legit scumbag. Shit. You're your elite scumbag, and the guy's like, Don't test my patience. Then he's like then he fights like he's trying to show off all these people, like these these Imperial ballagers, right? <laughs> and like, the guy, guy was, he dueled this one dude, he was supposedly some hero some campaign he was like, oh, he, he commented on something stupid, he was like, oh yeah, it's, it's too bad that he had to die, because he struck me with his weapon, and Kirk Cannon was like, yeah, that's kind of a loss right there like, that's kind of stupid That was an extreme waste,
0: this. you killed someone you yourself called a hero, because he, he nicked you in a training session
1: yeah, then the is like, yeah, I'm not hungry no more. My appetite has gone. Like Kerkanos does not want to be a part of this. He's he's like saying like, like no, like you're you're an asshole and a scumbag. I don't want nothing to part of you. Oh well, come here, Kyrkanos. Let me show you another stuff of my plan. So mm-hmm. they, they actually they fuck off.
0: Yeah, he, they, he so, starts yeah. showing them around more, and he, this is where we see him show off this xenethium they stole, and he's basically telling him how they're gonna use it. To bomb the capital. Yeah, that's not the worst part of the plan, though. No, (laughs) there's a lot worse. This this guy's,
1: this guy's plan is so stupid. But we're gonna get, we're gonna rip apart his plan here in a minute. But um, it it sounds like we're
0: shitting on these comics. but we did enjoy them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we enjoyed the comics. Don't get us wrong. These comics were like wonderful. Like I said, like I said with with any other comics that we've described on here and books, go and read them. They're really good because we're telling you if something's shit. We're not going to lie to you. We're not going to sugarcoat it. But, like, the villains are just stupid, right? They're just dumb. Like, the plot, like, like anybody, right? Anybody can make a better plot than these guys. Like, they're just stupid just for the sake of it, I think. But, um, he talks to Kyrkanos alone. They are talking about, like, you know, the Empire and blah, blah, blah. And Kyrkanos is like, no, I don't want none of part of you. You kind of, I don't trust you. You're kind of a scum. I don't know. And he's like, oh, it's too bad, but, uh. Uh, sleep on it, Kyrkanos. So he kind of makes him go first, and he gets jumped by these stormtroopers. And he's like, oh, why don't you reconsider before I have you executed, Kyrkanos? Uh, take him away. It's like, oh, my God, you're stupid. This is Kyrkanos literally just kill legions of stormtroopers and it's slaughter so... guys. And he
0: really... So the whole really? purpose for this is... He intentionally wanted Kanos to try and escape, which he'll do later, so he can take a yeah. shuttle loaded with the xenethium back to blow up the capital. It's the most convoluted and needless thing ever. Why did he want it's Kier so Kainos, Why did he want Kier Kainos to do this? Who he should know would already not be trusted by the people on Coruscant. Like, does he just? He's well, taking like a lot. Of, he's taking a lot of this on a on a. What's the word I'm looking for? He's taking a huge chance on this, that they'll just let Kyrkanos yeah. on Coruscant with this bomb.
1: But not only that, like, when they have to, I don't know why they would try to, to get the children at this point. It's kind of stupid if you think about
0: it. They would yeah. have pulled the palace. They could have just planted it there and been done with it. Yeah, the whole gambit with the children is, it still feels like filler. It makes no sense. If you can get the commandos on there, just plant those anethium that way. You don't need the children for anything. Mm-mm. we got to have an action scene here. Uh, Have him try and take the kids.
1: Yeah, it's completely stupid. So that was pointless. And Kyrkanis does escape. He takes it. It's pretty cool what he does. He steals this guy's blaster, but he's like, oh, yeah, I kind of predicted this, like a little stork board." So Kyrkanis does something cool with this blaster, though. Like, um, he pretty much rigs it to explode. And he kind of explodes from his cell. Then he leaves and already had a shuttle prepared for him with the, the, you know, the explosive material on it. So, of course, and then he goes to Coruscant. But before that happens, um, we have to switch back to Coruscant. And now Luke is on Coruscant now with Leia. And they kind of talk. And yeah. I want to let everybody know before we get into this that Luke's kind of a dick in this in this issue. He's kind of a dick.
0: Yeah, he's, he's kind of broody. Dick Luke. Yeah, he arrives yeah, kind, there kind just to warn them right. of the great danger that is deviant, which is coming.
1: I think uh, Mard was, wasn't put down, that's why he's kind of...
0: <laughs> what is yeah. what is Mara even doing in 13 ABY? What the hell is so important that she's I not there? I don't know. I don't know. Probably running away from Luke. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, um... I do want to mention, though, they did find out there was a spy on Coruscant 2 that they were interrogating prior to Luke's arrival. Oh, yeah. Because apparently he was the reason that these commandos were able to get in on here. Which all further begs the question of yeah, but- why they didn't use that spy asset to help plan Ethium. Yeah,
1: again, yeah, it's it's stupid, and that guy never like appears again. But yeah, yeah, Luke comes and he's kind of dismissive towards discount Mara. like, oh, you shouldn't ch- trust you, blah 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 blah. It's like Luke, shut up. But Leia was like, no, I trust her, and you know, you know, they kind of get mad, and she walks off, and they, you know, talk But with- After that, that's when Kirkano's kind of arrives. And he gets arrested by the Coruscant, like, like, uh, Rebel or New Republic police. Uh, then obviously, you know, Canis is getting a little visitor for a little, you know, lubby-dubby time almost.
0: Yeah. Reuniting. When he meets with Mirith, he that's basically where he, uh, directly confirms that he's kind of abandoned his vengeance upon the New Republic. He's kind of loosened his loyalty to Palpatine. Yeah. He. Like, later point in the comic, he
1: actually brings us something good that, like, he can't relive or bring back the empire that he was used to. So, like, it kind of died with Palpatine. So there's really no point of, you know, kind of living in a past, per to speak. He says something along those lines, which, you know, you have to agree with in a way. Like, he can't, he can't bring back the, the old empire. It's, it's not the same anymore. No. There's no point of you doing this, this, uh, this for Palpatine, especially at the Dark Empire, because he turned out to be a major retard.
0: Yep, there was a scene with Solo with him welcoming some new Admiral, but it really has no bearing <clears throat> on what's going on here. The, the new Admiral yeah. character, he least hes a blonde dude. He actually, kind of looks like Luke, but he doesn't really yeah. do anything. It's kind of just there. Yeah, like not- the way he's introduced, I thought, oh, maybe he's like a spy or some shit, or he's somehow part of Deviant's plan. But no, he's just there.
1: Yeah, a lot of the stuff I'm kind of, like, ignoring, because it's just, it's just, to me, it, it takes away from the main plot here of the Crimson Empire book. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of, like, filler content. Like, why even put it in the comic? It doesn't really help. Like, introducing his character, he wasn't even around that much in the comic. He was maybe, like, a few pages, but that's the extent of it. Yeah, I don't even remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember his name either, so.
0: Yeah. Speaking of shit that didn't need to be in here, there was a scene with Nom Anor causing descent on another planet. <laughs> that was yeah. Nom Anol
1: was literally just like, r- like, r- like rousing the crowd on some random planet.
0: And that was it. All right. Thank you for that. That trailer for Vector Prime Crimson Empire. Yeah.
1: So pretty much, you know, uh, Nom Anal does his anal stuff, then he just
0: like leaves. And that was it. Yes. And why was he in the comic? Who knows. <laughs> we see, back on a. Uh, whatever planet fucking Deviant is on, I forget what it's called, Uh, he's getting ready to dispatch his ships early, because apparently the New Republic is starting to investigate the destruction of their ship Endor from the beginning. And he reveals that his fleet is composed of old, aging fucking inventors and acclimator cruisers that are somehow going to go toe-to-toe with modern Imperial and New Republic weaponry.
1: Yeah, so let's put this in perspective for everybody, right? As we said before, this is like, I know it said Yavin, but let me correct myself. This is like 13, 14 years after the Battle of Endor, right?
0: No, this it's is 13 after Yavin.
1: Oh, Yavin? I was correct. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, never mind. It's, it's still a long time, right? They're using clone warships, and they're expecting to go against modern warships, right, Especially when it comes around Corsair and the New Republic, right? That's like if I went the Dave here and be like, okay, let's get a bunch of old World War Two destroyers, and let's go invade America, right? What's what do you think's gonna happen? to us. Are we going to a win or b get the blown blown out?
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. It's a mystery. Really? Like that's that, that that's this guy's plan. He literally is going to try to... But here's the thing, like, okay, let's just say your plan doesn't succeed, and you decide to land your ships on a Coruscant, which is already a big as shit, you know, city planet, right, and capture it. Your fleet is not going to hold Coruscant for very long. It's old. It will get its, its shit ripped in half. And then your troops, there's probably not a lot of them, right? They're gonna get stopped. So, like, at worst, you're gonna inconvenience the Republic almost a little bit. Well, he loves right? to kill his troops so, in
0: dueling sessions, so he probably doesn't have many of worth.
1: Yeah. So, like, on top of that, they're probably all jobbing. So, like, what, like, like really, de- like, can you just like use this fleet to maybe attack like supply caravans or you know, convoys or something, right? I mean, he does have a good number of these old ships. But they're old. That's the problem here. They're not Star Destroyers. These are ships from Clone
0: Wars. And the Acclimators are, like, primarily troop carriers.
1: Yeah. If they're not... They're not. That's why the Republic, during the Clone Wars, switched to, like, the Venators and other ships. Because the Acclimators were not meant for, you know, like, combat. This composition... For like,
0: the composition is but, just all wrong. He has, like, an entire fleet of carriers with, like, no escort, no picket ships. Nothing. Yeah.
1: Like, he, I don't know. Like his, it's like the entire thing is stupid. Because, like, like I said, even if you do capture Coruscant, how are you going to hold it? Your fleet is literally, like you said, primarily of these. They're even modern carriers. These are like old as shit. They're even using like, like the old fighters from like the end of the Cold Wars. They're old like against like an A-Wing or like heaven forbid an X-Wing or TIE Fighters for example they can still get their you know what I mean it's, it's stupid why would you a, you're throwing all this shit away because you're an idiot yes It it's just it's just this just, 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 person's for just, that's, why, that's why we're talking about people the bad guys in these comics are stupid he could have done something cool with these ships Right? he could have done anything else Instead of go toe-to-toe with the Republic, with these old-ass... The Republic and the Empire. Yeah, and, like, yeah, tell... Uh, let's go in that plot of what this... Because his is plan like,
0: is, he wants to uh, stop the peace agreement with the Empire and the New Republic. He wants to, like, yes. take him out in one swipe, basically.
1: Basically, he wanted to... Basically, okay, we forgot about the peace meeting, so let's put this in perspective. Um... Well, okay, he was meeting at this peace meeting and
0: shit. It was Fina Daosta uh, and some, like, Pelion Empire representative. Some deal with, like, yeah, a big-ass so, Widow's Peak.
1: Yeah, so Kyrkanos and, uh, you know, Discount Mara go to, <laughs> I keep calling uh, keep going into this meeting. Well, obviously, they get ambushed, right? Well, the guy with the, the what's his name again? The bald-headed dude. I
0: don't uh, know, bald-headed dude, that's his name.
1: Yeah, we'll just call him the uh, ball liquor ball dude. So, he <laughs> he leaves. He's like, well, I won't be at this table with Kyrkanos. He has no one. He just says a whole bunch of, like, buzzwords and leaves, because he's a, you know, he's a he's the butt-fucking traitor. So, he leaves. Well, stormtroopers attack the meeting, which is odd, because, you know, they're meeting between Palpatine and, you know, the New Republic here, which we're trying to have some, like, um, peace treaty. Well, Kyrkanos obviously was there. They didn't count on Kyrkanos, so, of course... Get their ass kicked. Well, Kyrkanis the security, has ch-
0: the security for these peace meetings was fucking terrible. <laughs> this is even worse oh than. Oh my Coruscant. god!
1: Terrible. Yeah, but Kirkanis checks the bodies, and they have like you know the tattoo,
0: and it's like, oh yeah, this is the uh, <clears throat> uh, the Empire faction. The laziest way to reveal what faction assassins belong to—they have a, an identifying emblem on them, or a signature, or something.
1: Yeah. So he's like pointing out, but like. The that the the white hair of the uh, hot piece of ass she ends up getting killed, and the thing the the whole snorty thing is because like if you guys remember from like the second issue of Crimson Empire um, with the cloning of the daughters and everything like her dad is like an important bigwig right of the empire, and the whole thing was kind of like drive a wedge between the peace agreement of the New Republic and, like, this guy, and, like, supposedly like, have some vengeance plot of Pelion and all this stuff supposed to have a vengeance against this and attack New Republic while uh, or McBalson in his whole <sighs> fleet decides to creep in there. But then he fights against the the Empire 2 and goes to Pelion's planet and does some snorty shit. This guy... Oh, my God. His plot is so stupid.
0: Okay, if his goal is he wants to draw... Pelion's Imperials away so he can attack Pelion's capital by false flagging at these peace talks. Instead of sending Stormtrooper assassins to do this, why don't you take the Zenethium and blow up the peace talks? That's too big brain. Ah, it must be.
1: He, he was literally trying to take over the, the capitals of both the New Republic and the Empire at the same time. So it's like, okay. Yeah, cool. But you see, Here's another thing that really grinds my gears. And that, in the comic, it literally shows, like, Venators and Acclimators destroying Star Destroyers. Yeah, like, there's what? Star
0: Destroyers going down.
1: I'm like, what? <laughs> no! Oh! oh
0: no. Venator-sama, we kneel.
1: Oh my god, it's so stupid. But then, like, it kind of, like, you know... um Oh shit, we, oh fuck, we, I I kind of skipped down on something uh, about the explosion on Coruscant. Let's go back to that. Luke actually finds out that there's some explosive shit on the ship they caught. And obviously, uh using the force or whatever he did, he kind of like like detected it. he's kind of figured out what it was. Got on board the ship, left for like the the orbit and kind of use, like, the ship's escape pod to kind of, you know, detonate this uh, explosion they had planned. So, like, that plan to wipe out the palace has failed. So, automatically, this guy's plan is already done, because he's an idiot, right? So, okay. So now, like, after the assassination at the peace talk, now, um, this Count Mara talks to Leia and is like, oh, yeah, we need to talk to Paleon, and, you know, blah, 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 but what happened here? Because, you know, this one guy... You know this, the um, the scum, scumbag assassin guy is trying to do all this, you know, shittery. So yeah, they're obviously there's shit happening in the background now. So now let's smash cuts to what we were talking about before. The um, it's on the planet now, and like they're having some like stormtrooper versus stormtrooper, and uh, the kind of quarreling now. And the uh, the assassin. And the uh the widow's head ball liquor guy comes out and was like, Oh yeah, you know and Pelion was like, Oh, you're in the you're standing on the wrong side, my friend And the guy's like stuttering and the assassin's like, Oh, he's working for me now. And why course, you why know, do
0: they do this thing where in general, why do villains do this thing with traitor reveals where they bring out the traitor in front of the person I they don't betrayed? Know.
1: But Pelion, uh, I, I liked him in this scene because I'll, I'll describe it. So basically, Pelion had, still has his blaster pistol. And the assassin's like, Well, you want to shoot me with it? And he's like, Well, that's kind of, a, that, that, uh, that's actually pretty appealing. But then the the their the traitor comes out. And then Pelion's just like, Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you know, he said something to him, but he just, he literally just takes it out his blaster, shoots him right in the head. He's like, All traitors must die. Fuck yeah. Then the guy's like, Oh, take him away. But it's like, he was like, why didn't you just destroy him Paleon? Why'd you just shoot him? <laughs> the like, and, and the assassin guy was like, oh yeah, well thank god he did shoot him, Paleon. And it just makes me, I don't have to honor my promises to him. And it's like, really, Doom? Okay. I mean, you, yeah. you're kind of going into the, you're kind of a scumbag.
0: I mean, okay. So this immediately blows up in Deviant's face, because Kanos informed Baron Daosta. ...that this fucker Devian was trying to play them against the New Republic and Peleon... ...so Diosta shows up and just shits on their stupid fucking fleet of Venators yes. and Acclimators... ...and they go in there on the ground to fight Devian. And there's kind of a duel here with yeah. Devian and uh, Kanos, because of course you have to have them fight.
1: Yeah, and basically, like, they have a little fight, and Devian tries to, like, he pins Kyrkanos against the wall... And of course, he's not. He's blab. He's blabbing because he's stabbed. Kyrkanis, but Kyrkanis actually gets the upper hand here and stabs his ass in the shoulder. Then stabs him again. and Then he's on the, the ground bleeding. He's like, "Oh, I had you, Kyrkanis." Uh, Vader taught. Because you know, during the entire duel, the like, guy was like, "Oh yeah, Vader taught me. Vader taught me." But then Kyrkanis says, "This guy's bleeding on the floor." He's like, "Oh yeah, Vader did." Uh, you forgot one of Vader's teachings is like, "Don't talk when you have to kill someone. Make sure they're dead." And that's true. So, because the guy who stabbed Kirk Cannon was, was bra- bragging about some stupid, and Kirk Kirkanners just, just ignored him and just stabbed his ass, like kind of stabbed him, got his ass. So it's like the moral of the story is: you have someone to kill, don't monologue with them; just
0: kill them, then you can model mm-hmm. But now nah, he just had to get his two cents in, so he can be—he just he's doing all the things a villain should not be doing in this comic. Tip, yeah, it's just like the,
1: like I'm surprised he didn't tell him one of those secret bases and you know that stereotypical shit. Yeah, well, if we go here.
0: I almost want to say find Dalla,
1: base favorite admiral.
0: <laughs> I almost want to say this guy's worse than Karivas from Volume Two. He is. He is. <laughs> he, he really is. Because Karivas was I just he, he he, Karivas was an idiot who didn't have high aspirations. This guy's an idiot with big aspirations.
1: Yeah, and not only that, he wasted all these like resources and shit for like a stupid like plot that would wouldn't go anywhere. Like those ships could have been used for other shit besides, you know, you can't go toe-to-toe against the New Republic or the Imperial Remnants with ships that are old as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's, it's stupid. It really is. It's so damn dumb. Like, if anything, would have been smart is he could have literally just pitted the New Republic against the Remnant and waited for, like, the victor, then did his little plots to, like, you know, destroy the victor, you know what I mean? Why attack two people at the same time or have people attack you and you can just have like the two bigger powers attack each other that come out when one's weekend after
0: the war. You know what I mean? I mean, no. the, the bones of the plan are good. Play both sides against each other with a false yeah, treaty, it's... but he's just, he does not follow through.
1: No, he, it's just, it's like, he didn't think about it. That's the problem. And on top of that, not thinking about it, he didn't plan too accordingly. Because like, anybody would have told him you can't really, like, it's like they're only thinking about, like, one step ahead, when you should be thinking about five steps ahead. You Okay, you take Coruscant. You can't defend it with the ships you've got. No other ships are on your side, because this is, like, a really small splitter faction. This ain't, like, the remnant. There's not, he, he, this guy doesn't have a lot of allies. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, come on. You're a small faction. Why are you trying to attack people that can literally curb stomp your ass?
0: Yeah, I mean, they still have the fucking... The New Republic still has the fucking Lusankia. (laughs) What are you going to do against that? Yeah, that's
1: what I mean! (laughs) Oh my god, like, stupid, dude. Launch the Venators! Yeah, launch the Venators, (laughs) me!
0: Oh, sir, we don't have enough fighters for the SSD.
1: No. Shit, dude. So stupid.
0: Yeah, so it moves into uh, the denouement part of the story here with uh, Mirith finally getting Leia to let her leave her service to the New Republic. She goes off into the sunset as Kanos is also heading off into the sunset here. I guess he's going back to being a bounty hunter because he has a new garb and everything on. And that's yeah. how Crimson Empire Volume 3 ends. First volume yeah. is still the best one, in my opinion. Yeah, this yeah a pure one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it has a personal connection to the villain. The villain isn't as stupid as the two that followed him? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's pretty stupid, right? But he's not, uh, not as stupid as the other guys. He he did the, uh, I've been trained by Vader thing first so it doesn't get played out. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. As a whole, I still enjoyed this, though. Talking shit is half the fun.
1: It is. Really, it's just talking about how stupid,
0: <laughs> stupid these villains are. Yep. Uh But now that that's concluded, uh, we can finally move on to Galaxy of Fear now.
1: Yeah, we can read the, that. That's going to be a long series, I think. There's a lot of books in those. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like, you know, I think we'll probably get some mini-series. I mean, mini-casts out of that. Because yeah. it's a it's a long series, but I think each one we deserve, like, a, 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 a probably... I don't think it's... It, it should be like a long podcast for each of those because they're like small books, so probably just be smaller ones per per thing. I'm thinking, unless you want to do like a long discussion with them.
0: Nah, that's fine. These are like Goosebumps style books. You don't need to go into a full breakdown of them.
1: Yeah, we could just talk about like it, like it literally might be just like 15 minutes to a half an hour versus talking about the books and cool shit happens in books. I mean, they're really not even that big of a read. Mm-hmm. There's cool shit that happens in the books, and some of it's like really creepy. But uh, yeah should be should be interesting
0: yep well if you got nothing else to say i think this is a good time to conclude uh well basically um read crimson empire really good series
1: to read make sure you read all of it so you can understand the decoration of the (laughs) ballwickers you went from connor jacks to assassin scumbag man with old ships so yes yeah, it's a it's a wild ride, but yes, yeah, so I suggest you watch them. They're actually really not watch them, but read them. They're actually Yes, really, go really online cool. and watch them.
0: I kind of wish. No, never mind. I better not. You know <laughs> all this shit. So Disney uh, has <laughs> announced a Crimson Empire miniseries. No. Oh no! No no no. Who's no. who's directing it? Uh, well, we're
1: not even going to talk about that. Well, that's uh, that's uh, all I have to say. So let's continue. No, let's get uh, we're not doing
0: it. who who'd be a good one to direct no. this? We'll get a CW superhero show director to do this. Nope. Nope, Nope. we're good. (laughs) That's it. One more. Kira Kanos to be played by... What's a good one? Who do you hate? Nope. George Clooney? Uh, uh, We're not not doing this. Come on. I think we're done. All right. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. But also look forward to the Crimson Empire miniseries by Disney. All right, bye.